Welcome to The Intentional Bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Hey and welcome to another episode of The Intentional Bride. I am happy to be here. This is my third episode of the year. Very, very excited. I have a lovely guest today. Her name is Feikemi. Feikemi and I go way back from university. But today she's coming on here as a founder of Speak to Transform, an organization that works to equip, educate, and empower people in God for God. She has four major products or services. That's daily devotion, weekly postcards, on an online talk show, and an online book club. She believes that with the right information and God involved, people can manifest their best selves, revealing God's glory and bringing heaven here on earth. I love that, Faye. So welcome, Faye. Welcome to my podcast. Hey, I'm excited to be here, really. Thank you so much. Awesome. We're excited to have you. Absolutely excited to have you. So one of the reasons why I brought you on here is one of the things I know about you, Faye, is that you love, love God. You love him with a passion that mm. is rare. It's rare to see in people. Why don't you talk to people about why it is that you love God so much? Okay. Firstly, I want to say, exactly when you said... Um, I love God. What dropped in my mind is he actually loved me first. <laughs> like when I had no clue that he loved me, um, he had always had my back since I was a child. And I thought it was, I just thought it was the norm for you to give back to God. So at a point I, um, I knew there was more and I was always, normally I always have resolutions when I was way younger. So one of the things on my list was always, oh, I want to get closer to God. I want to get closer to God. And sometime in 2018, I was like, when is this going to happen? I want to really um, serve God in truth and in spirit. And I believe there was a shift then. Maybe he saw that, okay, this girl is now serious. <laughs> so he, I, I feel um, well, well, I love God because he loved me. I love God for who he is and he has kept on revealing himself to me. That just makes me to hunger and love him more and more as he continues to reveal himself. So he's, he's too good not to love really when you know him and when, or rather when you start knowing him, because I don't think you can really know him um, because he's endless, he's vast. But when you really start to know him, you just know he's, is worthy of our love. Our love is what he desires. Our love is what he created us for. And it's a beautiful relationship. So beautiful. It's just like um, a child and her mother. The norm is for you to love your mother. Even in exceptional cases, you still find yourself loving your mother if she's not, um, <laughs> as I said, exceptional cases. But God is just, if you know him, if you start knowing him, you definitely fall in love with him. Absolutely. I love how you said he is vast, he's wide, and his desire yeah. is for us to just love him. That really is what yeah. he's after. He just wanted this, this person he created to just love him back. That's all it's all about. Exactly. So I've been running this series on love and, and the different attributes of love that are mentioned in 1 Corinthians 13. 
But this year, I'd like to open it up to even other attributes, other ways you would describe God's love for you or your relationship with God. And so what mm-hmm. word would did you pick or what attribute did you pick? I picked faithfulness. Love is faithful. Mm. Yeah, you pick love is faithful. I love that. Love is faithful. For I know yeah. God to be faithful. So tell us, tell us why you picked love is faithful. Awesome. I think um, I, I like telling stories of my own personal experience. Yeah. So as far back as when I was in primary school, maybe um between the ages of eight to 10, there was a particular hymn I heard on during the assembly one day and the, the hymn actually just stuck with me. And it was, great is thy faithfulness. I'm sure, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, the, I'm sure you know the yes. hymn because yes. it's very yes. common, great is thy yeah. faithfulness. And anytime I listen to it, it blows my mind that he's faithful, you know? And it has always been my story. Interestingly, I don't know who picked the song, but on my wedding day, that was the same hymn that they sang. And I I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, my God, he, he just shows you how, how intentional he is. One thing that really blows me about God, blows my mind about God is the fact that he listens. He listens to our thoughts. He listens to all the things we are thinking about. So he's always ahead of us. So I think a couple of months ago, Sorry, in 2020, yeah, a couple of months ago, he started reminding me of some um, things that happened that I wasn't even aware of. I really did not think about him in that particular circumstance. I started revealing that I was the one behind those things. So even when you're not even asking, do you know, he's just already thinking about your protection. He's already thinking about your provision, even in the future. So God has been faithful. My, I think my the testimony of my life is God has been faithful to me. And I think I told this, this sometime back. Even mm-hmm. you, me, my meeting you, because I can remember when I was in UAE, a Nigerian girl, and I was like, mm-hmm. gosh, I need a friend. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I need somebody that is going to be able to connect with me. And it's it's a story that is still playing out because you know mm. we we spoke some time back and I was like my goodness he had seen almost how many years ago did we leave yes. um twenty eleven and yes. he had seen over ten years ahead and said okay these people are the ones that are going to their their connection is going to be worthwhile it's not just going to be in UEA but there is something there's a story to be told in the future so you can see that faithfulness I can see that faithfulness in my life in everything pertaining to me my my Mm. my marriage my children where I am working if I look back if I reflect over the years he has been faithful since the day I heard that him in primary school and how many years later, over 25 years later, and I just look back and I'm like, wow, he is really, really faithful. And if you look at the Bible as well, there is no character that he promised something to, that he gave promises to, that those promises did not come to pass. If you look at the book of Isaiah, Isaiah telling us, okay, the Savior is coming, the Savior is coming, the Savior came. It just shows his faithfulness. And anytime um, storms hit, that's what actually, that's my anchor that no, he didn't feel Abraham, he didn't feel Joseph, he didn't feel, um, he didn't feel even Rahab, 
he did not fail. They made a promise to her and he made, he made sure that they fulfilled that promise to her, you know. He did not even fail Samson when even Samson had failed him. Do you understand? He remained faithful despite all the unfaithfulness. Even Abraham that he calls his friend, he remained faithful to him. So he is just, love is faithful. Love is faithful to me. Love is faithful to the patriarchs of old. Love is faithful to even the patriarchs and matriarchs of recent times. So it's just, he is worth working with. He will never fail you. Even when it looks like, oh, the world is going upside down. <laughs> he will never fail you. So yes, that he's faithful. That is so true. Love is faithful. And I, I like how you said that even when you're not faithful with whatever it is God has given you or put in your hands or put in your path, he continues to be faithful. Yeah. And you mentioned so many instances of yeah. faithfulness to people that did not deserve it and he came through for them. And exactly. I think that exactly. people, don't, people don't really grasp. I can hear the passion in your voice, Faye, and you're saying, listen, guys, God is faithful even when you're messing up even when you don't see it god is faithful and i don't this is a i think this is a trait of god that is underspoken about and people don't people get caught up in their circumstances they don't they don't they focus on what they see going wrong and they don't think that god is able to go above and beyond your situation but god truly mm -hmm. is faithful and it comes out so clear in your life and um yeah. I, and I think that that has for me as well been one of the things that have kept me going, Faye, because, you know, even in England, we did so many things. But God, <laughs> allow me here we are today. Oh, my God. Let's not yeah. even. But here we yeah. are today. Imagine God saw it fit and he kept us and he kept yeah. us really well. And today yeah. we are ambassadors for him, speaking his word and transforming yeah. the world one soul after the other. That's amazing. So I want to give you a chance to tell us what does Speak to Transform do? And for those who are listening, if they wanted to plug in, how does that work? Okay, I think you've already summarized it in the introduction. Speak to Transform is, um, I think, Speak to Transform, that's the literal meaning. <laughs> we are speaking for God, right? We are speaking with God. We are, he's equipping us to speak and um, to transform lives. So, and we are, we are not doing it religiously. Yes, Speak to Transform has a devotional, but there's also an online book club, that, uh, an online book club as well as an online monthly talk show and um, postcards where we just encourage people and educate people about life. I think, mm. um, in my own opinion, one of the things, the educational system in Africa, or let me say in Nigeria, has not equipped us as youths, as individuals, to live, to live life. They've just told us, okay, one plus one, X plus Y, and all those things. They were just preparing for career. But the real life that God and Christ came to give us, saying he has come to give us life and life in abundance, we haven't been equipped for that. So you finish school and you're like, okay, what's happening here? <laughs> so Space to Transform is working with people and anybody that has something to share to educate and improve lives and just um, make people know that there is much more in them. There's a lot of potential in each and every one of us that yeah. we are to live out. 
like there's something um les brown says he's a motivational speaker and he says the worst thing that can happen to anybody is lying on your deathbed and what you're seeing are the dreams of what could have been calling out to you that um um why didn't you make cause b just because you are sitting in your comfort zone so the beautiful thing is a lot of us don't know because as i said the educational system may have talked to you now or suppressed the potential that is in you a lot of us don't know that we have so much in us and the world is waiting for you to give that much out because when feyi rises when wadoni rises another person somewhere in the most remote place in the world will also rise and that person may raise another generation somewhere else i was listening yes. to your um so your last speaker she said some things that really just blew my mind about purpose the purpose is not for you recently mm-hmm. i heard um like uh the the bible verse that says what eyes have not seen what ears have not heard i actually mm-hmm. thought that bible verse was for me for a very long time but i just mm-hmm. realized that no it's actually about the whole kingdom it's about everybody what mm-hmm. eyes have not seen what ears have not heard is what god and what has not been imagined by men is what god has um kept in stock for us so it's not a bible verse for fei it's not a bible verse for wadoni it's a bible verse for the revelation of the kingdom to all yeah. his children mm. so that's really what physical from is trying to push out in people like wake up please wake up you have something to offer to the world mm. and i don't mm. want you to take it to the grave they always say the grave is the richest place on the world because you have so many books that haven't been written so many songs mm-hmm. that haven't been sung so many designs that haven't been done so we just want to push out the best in people and we don't want to do it by ourselves i don't want to do it by myself i'm always telling god i want to build with you so mm-hmm. i'm working with god for god he's my boss so that's what awesome. this transform is about yeah i remember when when i talked to you sometime last year when i had started when i we had just started my journey as well and i had just written yeah. life coach with a lot of fear on my instagram and i remember <laughs> you called me yeah. and i was like okay fey yes mm-hmm. we are life coaches and god is molding and bringing out the 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 the, the purpose in us but i remember i was terrified yeah. i'm not the same now but then mm-hmm. i was very terrified and mm-hmm. remember i said to you fey like how do i get over the fear like how do i just do it and you told me isn't there a better god than a better boss mm-hmm. than papa god mm-hmm. and that thing stayed with me mm-hmm. that thing has carried me through because every time i just want to shut wow. this down i always remember that word <laughs> and i'm like there is no better god boss there's no better boss well, than my father in heaven and you know it's honestly, just, it's, honestly i just wanted to give you this testimony it's been a pleasure serving him it's been a fantastic mm-hmm. and i remember your platform was the first place i put myself out there and i remember i came on there to talk about the uh, topic and i had no and it was to say. awesome and it was fantastic it was and i was like awesome. you know what god i have something starting within me mm. and i have to i have to let it out so what would you i want you to as a as a parting shot what would you say to that person who has something stirring within them just like me that word transformed mm-hmm. my thinking what would you th- would you say to the person yeah. who has that thing stirring in them they don't know where to start they don't know how to feel maybe they even feel they're so insignificant what difference would they make here we are sitting together we started around mm-hmm. the same time last year around covid we are covid yeah. product yeah. of this thing and how would you encourage them <laughs> how would yeah. you encourage them you know you okay. got this 
do this. I know. I I I, I tell a lot of stories. I don't know how to keep things short really when it comes to <laughs> things like this. So again, I want to tell you a story. Um, this time January last year, I had no clue what Speak to Transform was about. I thought it was just going to be like speaking opportunities. I knew it had to do with education. I knew it had to do with um, pushing out the best in people, but I did not have a framework. So um, I went out to schools, I wrote proposals, I dropped proposals in several schools. But you know what, Doni, there's a difference when you're working by yourself and when you're working in grace. Mm. So um, when COVID hit, I I received the phone call from someone and the person was like, it looks like you're everywhere. <laughs> and maybe when I hung up that call, I said, hmm, Abba, you, you heard that call. I need you to give me a framework Show me the way, lead me. And honestly, he did that. So I'm going to tell anybody and anybody that wants to step out in faith, step out in faith with God, no matter, even if, I don't know whether you know um, bean cake, we call it akara here. Even mm. if you want to sell akara, even if you, you, you have to step out with God, there is always a different when you step out with God. Don't do it by my power or I know this or I know that person. Allow him to lead and give him time. If you look through the Bible, I was sharing um, some days ago in a speaking opportunity I had. And if you, you look through the Bible, you will see he took time with everybody who he gave a promise to. He took time even with Jesus Christ who um, after he, he left the temple, was it the temple or the synagogue, and um, he went back home at the age of 12. We did not hear anything about him again till he was 30 when he was about to start his ministry. If you look at Joseph, the same thing. He gave promise to Abraham, he also waited. If you look at Moses, so we have to understand that there's a methodology and there's a process. He's not a magician because he's not interested in making you famous or making you rich. He's more interested in building your character. So give him time. Understand that he takes time. And in that time, there's always manner for that period of time, just like there was manner when the Israelites stepped into the wilderness. So you know that, okay, you're not where you want to be, but he's going to is going to be sufficient for you to enter into the promised land. Give him time, equip yourself, build yourself, and just know there's always glory at the end. There's always glory in the promised land. Uh, anytime I want to get um, dissatisfied or I'm getting discouraged, I just know that, okay, Christ hits it. He is sitting right now with my heavenly father. He has done his own bits. He has crossed over. The glory is there. And I also use the Israelites as an example. There will always be manna for me during this time of um, the process, during this time that he's working on me. And I believe, I love the verse that says, everything works together for good. And again, to round up my story, Speak to Transform has a very strong framework now i'm sure it's still going to change because as your former or the last speaker said there's always more i had no clue last year january that i was going to have an online book club or i was going to have a monthly talk show or i was going to have a pod um, a postcard sending postcard to people weekly i had no clue so he he always knows how to knit things perfectly and just rest. I know it's difficult for it's even me, even me. I'm always like I really want to learn how to rest, but just know that he's completely in control of everything. Wow, I really amazing. But the thing that has stood out for me, for me, what I'm going to take away, dear listener, from what she said, is there's always manner 
for every season and he's interested in building your character he's not interested in fame or riches so that's so important mm-hmm. because a lot of people get tired along the way you know you do this thing and you've been doing it and and the progress is sometimes so slow and he's just there watching you hey <laughs> how are you going to respond <laughs> let me see you've been doing this is yeah. your 50th episode you only have 40 <laughs> subscribers how are you behaving you know what i mean <laughs> But let me tell you, Faye, exactly. we're going to keep doing this thing. Even <laughs> if we have one soul that consistently listens. Exactly. I exactly. thank God for I don't that soul. Yes, I thank yeah. God for that soul. Yeah. And even if this conversation is just between the two of us and we encourage each other in the Lord, you know what? I thank God for it. It's, awesome. it's enough. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. yeah absolutely it was absolutely lovely having you thank you so much for gracing this podcast and for thank us to continue so to encourage for- each other to do this thing and just know yeah. from here from kenya <laughs> i'm so absolutely i'm absolutely proud of you Faye. and i and i cannot wait to see i love you. i'm so ct becomes <laughs> 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 I'm so proud. Wait. I can't wait to see what it becomes as well. I'm waiting for God to show me. <laughs> yes. So thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you can make this space a home for your heart. Mm-hmm.